0: Thank you for listening. This is Vicki, and this is an episode of Intuition, Your First Sense. Thank you for joining me today and for being willing to expand, to learn about your own intuitive sense through this process we call living. It's all combined together. I don't believe that you can truly just learn energy practices and be incredibly tapped into your own intuition, into your soul, because we're here as a soul and a physical being. So we're learning to work them both together, to have them connect and for us to hopefully live our most fulfilling lives. So in order to develop your intuition, your skills, your abilities, your clairaudient, your clairvoyance, any of the... Clara sentient. Boy, is there a lot of that happening right now. There's a lot of feeling going on and I hope you're taking care of yourself and you're remembering your white light and you're remembering to remove cords from people. And if this is new information to you, this is the first time listening. Thank you so much for joining me. And there are plenty of episodes in the vault that describe what the white light is. It's, it's a bubble of Uh, energy buffer, if you will, that one can invoke around them to make the situation, to make energy, life, things that are just bouncing around seem less intense and we can all use a little bit of that. We could all be placing this world in some white light and that would be lovely if everyone would do that. So this week, what I would like to talk about is acceptance and I plan these episodes way out in advance so that I have some kind of accountability to myself and so that I'm not always coming up with stuff in the last minute. So Acceptance was on there and I'll be honest, I almost skipped it and thought, you know what? People are dealing with enough Vicky without you asking them to accept current situations. And then I decided, no way. Nope. That's not what I'm here for. I will give you the biggest hug if I see you in person, not right now, social distancing, um, physical distancing. Uh, but I will also give you what I feel is the most, um, honest (laughs) rendition of what I'm seeing or knowing. And I think that's kind as long as it's delivered in a kind way. Um, and so then I decided me avoiding any kind of conversation about, uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 or, Um, isolation, quarantine, any of those words that we're hearing on a daily basis, that would just be short-sighted and it would make me a wimp, I think. And I do not see myself as a wimp unless they're centipedes because, oh, why do those things have so many legs? It's just creepy. So acceptance, maybe I could learn a little acceptance around those little buggers, but acceptance is something that I feel like is helping myself through this situation and it's one of the things that I've been really asking my clients to dig deep for and it because it's not an easy thing to come by if you look at definitions for acceptance there are plenty I mean it there's the consenting to receive something, like you agreed to accept a delivery. (laughs) Um, Just got 25 pounds of hay for the rabbit today, so I accepted the delivery. Uh, There's the, you maybe are waiting for acceptance to a college or to a club that you've joined, um, waiting to hear if you've been accepted. There's, you know, acceptance of, you know, a, a willingness to tolerate a difficult or unpleasant situation. And I felt like this is the one that I teetered a little bit on because I did ask myself, are you asking them to just simply accept this? And then I thought, wow, no, this is a good time to talk about this because acceptance can be seen as surrender. It can be seen as you know, giving up, or I'm simply going to accept it. That phrase that, oh, it does poke my buttons a little bit. It is what it is, can be in some people's mind seen as acceptance. I don't think so. I think it's a defeatist uh, statement and I think it's a lazy statement. It is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. You can practically see Eeyore's face around it, can't you? So acceptance and asking people to accept what's going on right now. Uh, when I thought about it, I thought, well, perhaps I can bring a different perspective to it and then more than the one clients that I'm seeing one-on-one can benefit from this. If it resonates with you, you know, my rule is take what resonates, throw out the rest. So to me, acceptance feels like a great, big, deep breath. It feels like I've released a bunch of tension. Now it may take me a bit to get to acceptance about a situation or something I'm grappling with within myself or a situation like this where, you know, me myself and I are (laughs) having a good time up here in this condo. So, you know, it doesn't mean that everything that comes along, I'm like, oh, I am accepting of that. That is so not true because sometimes I have to dial down what a couple of my friends call the mama Vicky, where I just want to go in there like a bear bared and just take care of situation (laughs) rather than saying, hang on, accept what your role is here. So, and I'm going to explain the, um, seven, (laughs) <laughs> this is really funny. I'll admit I did not add them up before I, uh, got on here, but the seven steps that I came up with in describing how I get to acceptance and we'll do that in the second part of the show. So, but to me, it feels like that deep breath that you can take when you realize that maybe you've been pushing up against An immovable force, you may have been the immovable force. I know I have been many times in my life. It isn't about submission or surrendering and defeat. It's actually quite the opposite. It's a relaxation that I feel happens when I stop thinking I'm in charge of everything on this sphere that we live. And it's dependent on me to figure things out, like all the things, Figure out all the things. One of the challenging parts of this process has been when people are texting and emailing, and I'm happy that they're doing it. I don't mind it, asking what's going to happen, what's going to happen, what's going to happen. Well, one of my conundrums, so love that word, has been I have a great track record. Like when I look at someone and I do a reading, very often what I'm seeing ends up coming into fruition if they're willing to move their Choochie Boomies. It's not, you can't, this isn't just, you know, pay-per-view. You have to actually do some of the work. So I have a pretty good track record. And this isn't something that you can have a track record about. There are too many variables. And that took... It took a couple weeks for me to come to that realization that hang on, girl, you can't have the answers to everything because it's it is just mathematically impossible. And that actually helped me to arrive in the in some acceptance lately about what is my role and how can I help people during this time. And like I said, I planned this out months in advance. I actually wrote these topics in the timeline out back in December. And then this week it came up when I'm having my aha moment. Now I consider that to be divine intuition. I consider that to have been maybe a cosmic two by four from my guides saying, Hey, why don't you sit down and think a little bit about this topic? Because there might just be something in it that we thought you might appreciate. So I'm listening, um, but so acceptance and, and learning the acceptance of the fact that I can't be in charge of everything is, allows the shoulders to come down. It allows me to take a breath. I never in an ego moment thought I was in charge of everything. It's simply part of the wiring and some of the messages I received growing up that I've been working with. So Last week, one of my sweet clients asked. Um, you've heard me say I have the best clients in the world. It's really true. But last week, someone asked me, "How are you doing, Vicky?" And it was so touching because for any of the for those of us who are put ourselves in a serving mode, and this woman is definitely in a serving mode herself. It was so mm, connective to have that feeling of, wow, somebody really asked. And then I had to think about it a minute. And I said to her, you know what I've been feeling like in the old bowling alleys before we had an automated system? Someone would have to be back there putting the pins up so that the next person could bowl. And the reason I'm sharing this is I feel like perhaps some of you are feeling this as well when you're, um, when you're navigating homeschooling or working from home when you haven't done it before. When do I go shopping? When don't I go shopping? Um, and all of the new things that are happening right now. So I said to her, I feel like that guy that's back there trying to get all the pins set up so that the people can still, you know, have fun for their evening. And all I want to do is, yell at them to hold the freaking ball for five minutes so I can figure out what's going on because stuff is changing so fast. And then the people that I support, I do so willingly and so gratefully. And yet there are times where I have to shut the bowling down alley down, which I did this weekend, um, and just take that space. So I'm wondering if you're having that experience too. Sometimes when I Um, I believe one of my gifts is being able to give a picture to the situation or being able to describe it. And then people can accept, okay, this is what we have to do. And, you know, what are the steps to doing this? And I'm sure that's why someone came up with an automated system because he couldn't handle it any longer either. So in not wanting to stay in that very, um, you know, amygdala-based f- constant stress space of just keep resetting the pins. I had to ask myself, well, what are you willing to accept around all of this? Well, I'm willing to accept and be proud of the fact that I'm a darn good support for. I hope more than my clients, um, and that. In admitting I don't know everything, perhaps that helps other people. And also recognizing that this whole experience is also expanding my intuition, which is so much fun. And I'm betting it's expanding yours too, because it doesn't just happen to one person. These experiences and the energy shifts affect all of us. And it's just a matter of if you're paying attention or not. It really does come down to that. So there's more of an expansion in people's clairsentient, being able to feel things, of course, because of the stress levels, but that will also increase your intuition. So it's not always such a horrible thing to be pushed a little bit. And the key to this is if you're pushing, pushing, pushing against something, so you're in resistance, I want it to be the old way. When are we going back to normal? I want to, and you're pushing for that, right? You are missing an opportunity to see what is new. Where have you grown? Where have we grown? Where is the universe growing? Um, and if you're pushing in resistance, it's just going to be all that more exhausting when we do roll out of this, and we will, Um, and when you are managing what life looks like then, because it has to change, we cannot stay the same all the time. We will cease to exist. So whatever's going on now, um, just look at yourself and see what are you resisting? What are you resisting change around? Um, because... What you resist persists, it'll keep pushing back at you and the practice of being able to say, you know what? I accept in this moment that the kids are not going back to school this year that I don't know what's going to happen with my business, my work, our lives. And rather than be in that place of fear or feeling like you have to know that place of acceptance of, Oh, I don't know. And I can't possibly know because I haven't been through this. I can use my skills to the best of my ability right now to arrive in some place of acceptance. And that may be that your acceptance is that, um, you didn't really want to push before the kids were home full time for them to have chores around the house. It was just easier. I'm putting quotes around that for, um, those of us who have raised the lovely little dears, just easier to do myself. Well, it's not. Um, so maybe this is the time that you have the acceptance that they really do need to participate. They do need to contribute and it will feel amazing to them to feel like they can contribute and they can help and they can make a happier household. So that might be an example of acceptance. It's, it's not passive. It's not put your forehead, the back of your hand to your forehead with some Velcro and say, okay, I accept that this is how it is. No, it's you're making a choice. Um, it's when you are releasing the need or the practice or the desire of trying to set things up so perfectly. Let some of those damn pins fall down. You know what? A seven ten split is terrible, but oh well, you, you'll get it next hit or you won't. Um, I've been saying all along that I'm feeling an opportunity and, and hearing that this time is about expansion, but that isn't specific to anything that we're going through as far as physical distancing or our change in work. That has nothing to do with it. The opportunity of that can enhance it if we're willing to take it, Um, but we always had the choice to be expansive, to grow, to learn, to ask what is it that I'm still hanging on to that a little bit of acceptance would help. And sometimes we need a push. Um, I know sometimes I have to get uncomfortable about a situation, especially in relationships, so much so that I will have that courageous conversation. And, but before I get there, before I actually have a conversation like that, I will have already arrived in acceptance within myself that if the other person is not, on the same page doesn't agree with me that's fine um but we i know that the relationship can't go forward uh because it's just in a, a place of non-growth well then i've already accepted that and i can be kind in our parting <laughs> people haven't always seen it that way i'm sure i also got the b name a few times um, and that's okay because you know I know that I've not raised my voice or called names or anything like that, so, eh, whatever they think of me, there's acceptance in that too. So I'm gonna take a little break, take a little drink, put a little ad in here, and then I will be back with the seven steps that I find to work. There are so many ways to arrive in acceptance. Um, what I've done is these steps also, uh, correlate with raising your vibration. So they're not just fundamental steps. They're steps to also create the expansion that you would hopefully like to see within yourself. And if you'd like to be, you know, increasing your abilities to read Oracle cards or to tell if that person's the best person to hire, is this the job for me? Um, whatever you're seeking, whatever you're asking, these will be, is a combination of helping you to get to that, arrive in that place of acceptance. So I will see you very shortly. Hi, Vicki again. Did you know that I have a group that meets one Wednesday of the month? That's the last Wednesday of the month, and it's called Wisdom Wednesday. And the reason it's called Wisdom Wednesday is because we are all incredibly intelligent. And this is the place where we combine intuition, education, um, common sense, coaching, all into one practice, and then I lead you out with a guided meditation and it's an investment of $8 a month. It is a membership and it will allow you to learn how to develop your own intuition and to be part of a community that supports you while you do. So go head on over to VickyBaird.comslash slash courses and sign up. Thanks for sticking around. I appreciate it. I'm so grateful that I have you in my life to talk to and to, uh, hear from with your comments and your messages and your emails and the social media, um, messages as well. I'm so grateful that there are so many ways to get in touch with me. Um, it does help, doesn't it? To feel less, um, lone man on the island. Kind of thing, so or a woman or chick or dog, cat, armadillo. So the steps of acceptance, at least in the perception of Vicky Baird. So I love acronyms. I wrote a book about acronyms. Well, I wrote a book that has acronyms in it. Everyone has an it, and the each chapter is a different uh, acronym to help people remember that, uh, how to raise their intuition, a little bit of coaching. People were asking for a Vicky to go book and that's what I created. So it's, uh, short little chapters that are about, um, helping you to identify what is unique about you, what is special about you, everyone is. So I feel like once we know that. We relax in the acceptance of self. So, hey, I was working on this in 2012 when I wrote that puppy. So these steps add up to the word delight. And I did not intend that. As I was writing them out, I realized, oh, wait a minute. Each step I started with, and it was D-E-L. I was like, ooh, this is becoming a word. And I got excited because There's something called, um, automatic writing and I call it my download. And a lot of the times when I'm writing because I can type so quickly, the information will just flow through me and you can do this through writing. You can do it through, um, typing. Some people can do it through dictation. I've done that before, but then I figure I got to transcribe it anyway, so I may as well just type it up. And I can type with my eyes closed, so I just roll through and do all of that. So these steps I do believe were lined up to help help me give a more concise um, description of them. But I know that was a download from my guides. So this is an example of how they help us and we don't always know it in the moment because I'm used to, and I've spent some time sitting and getting used to their energy. Uh, I, which you could do now, if you have any space in your, in your schedule, um, I can tell when they're sending stuff through. And then a lot of the times I will sit up and pay attention because the information is just that much more concise. So also the way I know it's been helpful. So first step is decide, decide that, acceptance is a choice you get to make. Okay. Make that decision. Have that conversation with yourself that I am making a choice. This is not something forced upon me. It's not something that I have to do from the woe is me place. I'm making a conscious choice to be in acceptance. You don't do it for someone else. We don't do acceptance for someone else. Um, unless you're in that rare position of being part of the college who is accepting someone in, eh, nah, okay. Then I guess there's a technicality there, but emotional acceptance, we don't do it for other people. We do it for ourselves and that's fantastic. It, it has to be that way. Um, so make that decision, make the, the, the choice that you are going to decide to embrace acceptance a little at a time. You don't have to do the full-on, you know, the full Monty kind of thing. Um, it will be easier as part of the process. If your brain recognizes that I'm doing this intentionally and it'll be more applicable and then you're likely to then stay with it. So then you need to evaluate, This could be the situation, it could be the relationship, it could be um, whatever it is that you're um, wrestling with or that you're contemplating acceptance around. You need to evaluate how much of the pain you are in is self-inflicted. How much of that is The part of our ego that we all know, I think the ego is adorable, but there is this little gremlin part that is looking for the, mm, the Oscar is looking for the attention of if I have this pain, then, um, it somehow validates me in some way. Um, it not, I'm not doing a blame game here. It's. It really is about, I really think it's important to evaluate how much of it have you brought into the situation because something could happen to us, but then if we allow it to carry on and carry on and carry on, the event is no longer going on, hopefully, but the, you know, the carrying it forward is an, you know, in-house job. It's, it's of ourselves. And I just think there's a lot of empowerment to be there to say, oh, I am the one carrying this on. You can tell when you have that conversation with the other person, but you never really called the other person. Um, but you, the conversation keeps happening anyway. Um, it's so worth it to evaluate it. Um, and then that may give you the courage to have a conversation with someone, but you got to know what it, are you bringing to the, the whole situation. So after you evaluate, you look at it whether it's a hurt, a situation, um, a a confusion, a conundrum, I said, I love that word. (laughs) You just have to look it in the face. It becomes less scary. No matter what we're talking about, it becomes less scary when we give it words and when we look it in the face and we say, I see you sitting over there and I know that's the situation I went through, the pain I went through, the decision I need to make you know, take it out of yourself a little bit and look at it separately to say, um, let's, let's do this. Let's look at what it is. And that's one of the things that I bring to my coaching practices. I don't shy away from the tough conversations because people are capable of having them. And if I'm feeling within someone, they're coming to me for, you know, I have a block, I can't move forward or I don't know why I can't be in relationships, whatever it is. And, and I look at it and I bring the item up or the, the hurt or the block or the, the conflict and I bring it up. Sometimes it's really tough for them to look at it. So we do it incrementally. We do it kindly. And then, but we look at it, man, because I truly believe you guys are so capable of dispelling your own. Mm, your own limitations, your own fears, so that then you you know are powered by the belief in self, and that is just so amazing. So screw up your courage and look at it. Do your finances need a good look over? Relationships, your fitness level, your weight, um, the the grief that you have. Really look at it and. And decide that it's no longer the separate entity that gets to have any kind of say over the happiness quotient in your life. Remember, we went to HQ there for a while, the happiness quotient. So be like nature, you know, rivers flow. They just, they go, be a damn river, Like, (laughs) look at it. Allow the acceptance to come in so you can flow through the situation. It is not going to change whatever happened. It is not going to change the fact that we don't have a say about other people, you know, still getting together and doing all of that. It's not going to change it, but neither is your ire sitting home and typing things up on Facebook or something. That's not going to change situations either. It's not going to help. So Find the path of the ease with self and, you know, just be willing to look at it. There's nothing that says you have to take action immediately. I think a lot of people, when they know my personality, there's a perception there that we're just going to plow through and we're going to flip tires and we're going to bust down doors. And that is not the case when it comes to helping another person. And their, um, healing and their transition in life, uh, I won't say that there isn't a little bit of inspiration going on, a little bit of challenge. Of course there is. Why would you hire me otherwise? But, um, it, you don't have to take bold, huge action right away. And last week's episode, micro movements matter, right? So if you're willing to look at it, you can start to make those micro movements. So the I of this whole delight thing is inquire, inquire within yourself, whatever you are looking for, trying to understand, um, asking about, you ha- always have it within you. Um, you may need help identifying it and that's why I'm here, but it's always within you. It is always I always say that when someone comes for coaching a first session, they have the knowledge within them. They just don't know where they put it and they may not know the steps to take. And that's fine. You know, that's why you ask for help from others. But I promise you that knowing that clear cognizant, that soul connection is in there and whatever you may be um, bumping up against, you definitely have some sort of solution around it, but it does take, you do need to be willing to ask the questions. I, when I'm inquiring, I become a reporter. I do the who, what, where, why, and how. And I ask that of every situation, not long and drawn out sometimes, sometimes it's one or two words that it ends up being, but I will ask, you know, what is this? Why is it bothering me? Who's involved? how did it come to be this way? What can I do about it? Why do I care? You know, sometimes I just want to say, I don't care. Um, and be <laughs> complete with something, but that's not acceptance. That's a little bit of petulance and, <laughs> and defiance. Um, but that, that knowing is within you. I promise. Uh, you have to inquire as to what you want in order to achieve, with the acceptance. It, if you don't know what your what you want to feel or how you want to feel or where you want to be, it you're just going to spin wheels. So, G give. Give yourself some space to then absorb everything that you've been inquiring. Be willing to hear your truth and decide on an action plan to address whatever it is that's blocking you from that piece that you you can intuitively feel is there. You can feel that you're not exactly lined up with yourself. We all can. Um, It does take a little bit of tapping in, but we can. And so give yourself some space to absorb that. Maybe you get up half an hour early in the morning and you have that time to, um, consider, you have that, um, ask space. And then you can, um, allow that information to drop in when there's some quiet and there's some peace. Um, or that may be, you may be the person who does it on a run or when you're painting or vacuuming or, um. But give yourself the space to absorb. That's why I say the action doesn't have to be immediate. Um, It has to be consistent, but it doesn't have to be immediate. Honest is the H. Be honest with yourself. No one is reading your mind. Even when I do a session, I don't read people's mind. I read their energy. Um, So no one's reading your mind. Be honest. Do you want to smack that person (laughs) who... um, Was such a nudge to you? Do you want to yell something from the rooftops? Uh, Do you want to wear sequins? Um, They just seem painful to me. But hey, if you want to wear them, go for it. Do you want to train geckos to tap dance? Um, Whatever it is, be honest with yourself. This one is a bit of a a two-player kind of thing. This is a twofer, this honest thing. Because you also want to be honest about what may be blocking you from accepting you as the dynamic mix of amazingness that you are. Oh, I like that line. I might keep that. Um, (laughs) So this is a twofer. You have to be willing to be honest. Is there still some pain in there? Is there some rage? Is there some anger? Is there some disbelief? Um, Whatever it is, let it come up. Let it come out. You know, go back to that first step of deciding that you have a choice and evaluating on the second step of how much are you hanging on to that could be self-inflicted. Are you not allowing yourself to arrive in acceptance that, yeah, it was a pretty crappy situation and yet I'm still carrying it forth. So let me make a choice to release that maybe through therapy, uh, maybe through neural pathway work or writing or whatever mechanism works for you. But then you, you want to be honest about what is that something that could be blocking you from accepting yourself. Um, because a lot of the times I find, this is part of the brain expansion, you know, and, and what we absorb and what happens in childhood and just all the neuroplasticity and the, oh, just everything that, that, um, you know, reticular activating system holds onto. I, I find sometimes that we're holding onto other people's, uh, issues or their beliefs in us and they aren't even our own. But then moving through to acceptance of self, oh, just makes it a little bit bumpier. So be honest. Are there some beliefs in there that aren't even yours? And if there are, well, let's release them. So the T, the seventh step in all of this is trust. And trust is such a tricky space. It's such a challenging thing. Ah, sometimes I think it should be a swear word so we can say, oh, just trust, um, because it can be tricky, uh, but you're the only one who can change things for you and help yourself to have the resiliency that life and that you can achieve in life and acceptance can contribute to. Because when we're allow ourselves to accept that, um, where I am or what I need to do, or Yes, that happened, but I'm no longer allowing it to define me. That's resiliency. That is absolutely brilliance in action because, well, brilliance, resilience, there, no quinky dink there, right? That we, once we recognize the resiliency within ourselves and we practice that through acceptance, um, it does allow us to become that river and to flow with things, um, to be natural problem solvers, because if you're resilient and you accept that this is what we're, you know, what you're looking at, what you have, um, assessed as, as a situation, you know, when you look at this, that, okay, I had a brick and mortar business and that's no longer possible right now. And you do the big word right now is pivot. You do the pivot into what the next step, how do you continue to bring in revenue? Well, there's the resiliency that is natural within us and the brilliance that shows up once we allow and we accept that this is where I am right now. I better come up with some, uh, resiliency, some brilliance as a result of my resilience. So it does, again, it doesn't mean that you're without an opinion or that you're passive. Um, or that you, you know, acceptance isn't about sitting back and not helping or affecting change. It's mostly about being able to see the best course of action because you've stopped the reactionary mode and you're now in a place of clarity. So, um... It's, it it simply means you choose, you choose what works for you and what doesn't because you've arrived in the acceptance of knowing self. You'll still continue to grow. You'll still expand in your humanness, in your soul, in your intuitive abilities, even more so in your intuitive abilities, because when there's trust that you are intuitive or you have abilities and everyone is, um, the blocks tend to come down and there's, um, more of a receiving that happens. Um, and then you can continue to grow and learn. And mostly because you are ready to let go of the stuff you've been carrying around that has not been serving you. So it gets really tiring. Be the, being the pin setter in your own life. So this is where Um, being willing to look at what pins have I kept putting up that maybe they should just be retired or down or whatever. Um, This is not a one-time practice, but if you want to have delight in your life, it's entirely possible through acceptance. And I feel like this helps us to then take it to the next level and accept others, you know, for whom they are. Because When we are good with who we are, no matter what they do, um, it's not going to affect who we are. I had a conversation with someone the other day, Um, she just doesn't like people coming to her house and she doesn't want them to give an opinion or doesn't want to hear what they think about the house, so she puts up like this defensive block and I was talking about it'll be nice to, you know, have people over and do I have enough chairs? The the group we were talking about, um, when we can again. And she's like, you'd have them in? I said, you know, yeah, because I accept myself. If you're coming into my house and you're gonna judge me on what my space looks like as the you know, the type of person I am, well then there's the door. You know, I accept that we probably aren't going to resonate, but I know myself so well and I've practiced acceptance that it's not going to bother me what somebody else thinks. Um, I've had many a friend come in and suggest I move something or put something in a different place. I have very strong friends. Um, And I just chuckle and say, you don't live here. (laughs) You don't get to vote because I have done these steps to decide what is important to me and what's not. And I may think about it and I may evaluate Am I being stubborn? Am I self inflicting, uh, uh, you know, some kind of no go rule on myself and it's not even necessary? Or do I know myself so well that their suggestions are received but not necessarily have to run with it? So the idea, it will be, the practice will go on and on and on and on because I truly believe we are all here to learn self-acceptance. When people talk about what's my life purpose, I say the same thing. It's self-acceptance. How we get there, very different roads. So I'm hoping that there, well, I do more than hope. I trust that this helps to place another perspective on what when you hear the word acceptance that hopefully you won't bristle, um, and that you give it a go with some of the areas of, in your life. Like anything, I suggest you start with something that's a little bit more manageable. So, um, I remember when Howard, uh, uh was alive and he was the messiest coffee maker, Like he left a trail everywhere. And I used to bristle. I used to get mad and, you know, for goodness sakes, just put a plate underneath the spoon so it doesn't make a mess all over the cupboard. And then one day I was like, I never really said anything other than nice mess. Um, but which is so passive aggressive, but, um, then one day I decided, you know what, if that's the biggest mess he's making around here, that is not a big deal. And, but I also stopped cleaning it up because the way that I accepted it was to not be bothered by it. But I also didn't accept responsibility for it either. And son of a gun, within a week, he learned how to put a paper towel underneath that spoon. So, you know, sometimes we create conflict that doesn't even need to be there because we're focusing on something that, that was not a big deal. It did not need the energy that I gave it over the years. So this is what the gift of acceptance can do, that the stuff that really is not a big deal gets to not be a big deal. And then we get to enjoy the process that we are in because we do, I believe it's our, one of our major roles as humans is to, be in the best space we can be in, and acceptance of what is can often, again, bring about that brilliance. So, share with me, comment, send things in, email uh, info at vickibaird.com, at Coach Vicki Baird on all the social media platforms, and let me know how you're doing. How, I want to know how you're doing, but also if there's any area that you are learning acceptance around. I really appreciate it and our first sense this whole podcast was cultivated to guide us to our amazing and amazing belief in ourselves, contentment and joy that has to be fostered and applied so that we can have some fun. So let's have some fun. Vickybear.com. it's time to be your best it's time to reconnect with your first sense trust in your gut it's the real thing let's see what your future brings time to let the fun commence intuition your first sense